Hello everyone and welcome to our latest Navigator podcast where we reflect on the recent quarterly update for the Navigator Share Disclosure Service. My name's Chelsea Grimshaw and I'm joined by my colleague Naomi Annabel. Thanks Chelsea. So as part of the August 2021 update, what were some of the changes and key developments for the Share Disclosure Service? Well, first of all, I think it's useful to flag that the links to the standard forms for major shareholding disclosures have been updated in Belgium, Vietnam and Kuwait this quarter. And in Romania for short position disclosures. That's right. And speaking of Kuwait, we have transitioned to new Kuwaiti Council Al-Hassam Legal. In addition to the new form links, there have been a couple of other minor clarifications regarding obligations on and reporting requirements to an interested person as well as some changes to foreign investment and industry-specific requirements. Last update and podcast, we heard of changes and upcoming developments on foreign investment restrictions and new screening regimes that are expected to come into effect, particularly in Europe for local implementation of the EU FDI screening regulation. Have there been any further developments on these? Yes, effective the 1st of September, Denmark's new mandatory and voluntary foreign investment screening regime came into effect. Under the new mandatory regime, Foreign investors are required to submit a notification to the Danish Business Authority prior to completion of investment above certain thresholds for defined specified sectors. We're also continuing to track legislative proposals on foreign investment screening regimes in Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Romania and Slovak Republic. While not a foreign investment restriction, I understand that the new UK screening regime and powers to intervene in transactions will come into force on the 4th of January 2022. It will, and the sectors to which the Act applies, including the mandatory notification requirement, have been announced. These and the impact of the regime have been noted in further detail as a forthcoming change in the update summary. And what about outside of Europe? Well, in Qatar, the proposed law allowing foreign shareholders to own up to 100%, rather than 49% when not otherwise restricted, of companies listed on the Qatar Stock Exchange still hasn't been published. But we are aware that the QSE has been communicating with listed entities regarding this threshold and the company requirements for this change. Additionally, during the May update, there were changes or expected changes for obligations on beneficial owners to either notify a company about their holding or respond to requests for information on it. It looks like there have been some changes with regards to some of the regimes. That's right, Naomi. We've added some further detail on existing regimes in Spain, Iceland and Isle of Man this update and we're also closely monitoring expected developments in Italy and Norway. It is worth noting that the ultimate beneficial owner requirements in Poland will enter into force at the end of October. The Polish Act implementing the Fifth fifth Anti-Money Laundering Directive requires certain Polish entities to notify the registry of its ultimate beneficial owners, and there's a corresponding obligation on those UBOs to provide the information necessary for timely submission to the registry. However, it's not yet clear whether this obligation will only be to provide a response upon request from a relevant entity, or whether this will also include a proactive obligation on these defined ultimate beneficial owners. And what about short selling developments? Uh, well, not in effect this update quarter, we have seen the European Commission at the end of September adopt a delegated regulation to lower the initial private net short position, reporting threshold to 0.1% following ESMA's recommendation. It's currently 0.2%. This lowered threshold will come into effect 20 days following publication in the official journal. We are checking with local council if a baseline disclosure, so in relation to existing positions above the new 0.1% threshold, will be required following a divergence in approach 
by local regulators last year when this threshold was temporarily lowered. So we should watch out for an alert on the new threshold coming into effect. Yes. Uh, Subscribers will also have seen the alert we sent flagging a further extension to the temporary short selling restrictions in Malaysia. Uh, Restrictions were initially introduced in March last year and have been extended again by Bursa Malaysia until the 31st of December 2021. The alert we sent out on this also indicated that once these measures are lifted, additional permanent measures would be introduced. Is there any further clarity on these? Yes, from the 1st of January, the total gross short position daily limit will revert to 3% for relevant securities. It's currently 2% under the temporary measures, and the aggregate limit will remain at 4% down from 10%. Malaysia is just one of the jurisdictions where temporary short selling measures, trading or foreign investment restrictions are still in effect following their introduction as a result of COVID last year. Please do see our tracker on the Share Disclosure homepage for further developments on these. So is there anything else worth mentioning for subscribers? In Mauritius, following the Securities Amendment Act coming into effect in July, the major shareholding disclosure requirement has been narrowed to apply only to holders of reporting issuers that are incorporated in Mauritius. So shareholders of reporting issuers incorporated outside are no longer subject to the requirements. Thanks, Chelsea, for that comprehensive overview of the Navigator Share Disclosure Service for the August update. For our other Navigator services, please listen to the other August update podcast for key developments on cross-border licensing and marketing restrictions, which has a particular focus on the current implementation state of the cross-border distribution of funds regime. We'll be continuing our council podcast series soon, so keep an eye out for the invite and do let us know if there's any particular jurisdictions you'd like to see showcased. We'll also be starting a sales and marketing podcast later in December involving our relationship manager, Hayley Gowan-Smith. So we've reached the end. My thanks go to Naomi for joining me on this podcast and we'll speak to you all again soon.